Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, I hope that you had a wonderful weekend. I hope that uh, you had a glorious Sunday. And I pray that this week that you're about to start is even beautiful than the last week. Okay? So I won't hold you long this morning. I got a couple stories for you. A verse that I hope touches you in a way that it touched me this morning as I was reading and meditating on the word. And I just want to talk about changing your perspective. Changing your perspective. Your perspective is the attitude towards something. It's a point of view. Something I like to call your mindset. That's something I touch on a lot. What is your mindset? Change your mindset. How do your your actions are reflecting your mind? Because if you were with us, if you were with us last week, in last week's episode, we talked about God-like thoughts produce God-like actions. God-like thoughts produce God-like actions. Let's go a little deeper. How do we hear God to know his thoughts? How do we hear God to know his thoughts? And I want to tell you guys a little story. Those of you who've been following me uh, for almost a year now, you would know that there was a significant something, right? Something, something significant. A rite of passage. Something happened in my life <laughs> that changed it. And I will never forget the moment. I will never forget what I was doing because that day was like literally heaven sent. And it, it and it's so simple, you know. It I was in I was at a point in my life where there was a lot of things going wrong. But then one thing went right. And when that one thing was right, and I didn't, I didn't try to block it. I didn't try to say, oh, that might not work. I just said, you know what? I trust you. And it just feel, it just feels like everything started to fall into place after I said that. But here's the story. So I was at a refinance for my house. And let's be, let's be reminded, I bought that house in February of 2019. This is October 2019. Had a great uh, lender who said, look, I think you need to refinance your house. We can get you a lower interest rate. And I said, look, I don't have any money. I'm putting myself through grad school right now. I I don't have any money. I know there's going to be closing costs. She said, look, just send me all of the paperwork that I'm about to email you. Send it back to me and I'll get you taken care of. I'll see what we can do. I said, okay. I trust you. I trust you. Okay. So long story short, I get to the closing day, get to the realtor's office to sign the paperwork uh, at Remax in Houston, Texas. And um, the agent, she said, are you the softball coach? I said, yes, ma'am. How'd you know that? She said, I just remember when you, when you bought your house, when you closed in your house, they just would not stop talking about you. I said, oh, okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. And uh, in that moment, I became relaxed about 
that I have to be doing something right in, right in this world if, you know, people uh, like me, you know, if, if, if they remember, they talk about me. But the, the point of this story is when I was relaxed in that moment, I was having a conversation with her about why teams in sports why they cost so much like what what's the big deal she was asking me why there's so much turnover in athletes with travel ball teams and all of this good stuff and and I just told her I said I'm gonna give you one comparison when you go into Walmart or wherever you shop why do people choose Hanes over Fruit of the Loom and she said I I don't know I said who's the face of Hanes said Michael Jordan I said exactly Michael Jordan is the brand right he's the face Fruit of the Loom and Hanes are the same essentially they're the same product there's not much different in quality and not to mention it's not even something that people see when you wear it's things that are underneath your clothing right but it's just the fact that Michael Jordan is the brand that's what people buy right I said think about that with select teams it really matters the name on the front of the uniform right people will pay $350 a month for 12 months to for their kid to be on a certain team but did your did your kid get better did they learn more about the sport did they learn more about themselves did they become a better person did they they become a better athlete that's what I want my $350 to buy not the name on the front of the jersey and don't get me wrong it takes a lot to build a brand, but the brand has also has to give back, right? So moving on, we had this really deep discussion about, you know, how, you know, softball instructors can give hidden lessons to baseball instructors and uh, baseball and oh, baseball kids. And, and baseball instructors can give lessons to softball kids. And we were just having this big conversation about how the world is selfish and all these other kind of things. And we should just learn how to love and to share our knowledge, right? So then she looks to me and she says, you should tell the world everything we just talked about. And I said, why would I do that? I'm I'm from Roanoke, Alabama, small time coach. I mean, my, my team that I coach is really good. We go all over the world. However, why would anybody listen to me? I'm a nobody. She says, it doesn't matter if anyone listens. It matters that you were willing to share. <laughs> Woo, and when she said that, <clears throat> literally the first time in my life as an adult, I felt the presence of the Lord in that room. And I looked to her and I said, do you believe in God? She said, yes, I do. I said, I just want to thank you because I truly believe that that was him talking there. Like, I feel like he was telling me that. <laughs> and I I uh, went to the bathroom. She had to go get some paperwork signed. Or I had to go copy some paperwork for me to have a copy of it. And I went to the bathroom, and I just went to the bathroom, and I just lifted my hands, and I said, Lord, I don't know what you're doing, but I accept it. I accept it right now in this moment, Lord God. Whatever it is that just happened in that room, whatever it is you have for me, Lord God, yes, I will do it. Yes. I will. (laughs) And here I am today, 
on fire for the Lord. And I would never change it. One of my friends said, D, you went over there to close on a refinance on your house and you came back brand new? I said, exactly. (laughs) And it's crazy how that works. But let's get back to the, the topic. How do we hear God? Well, just like that story, sometimes... Sorry about that, guys. My <clears throat> my alarm went off. And I'm still trying to figure this whole do not disturb thing. <laughs> trying to figure the do not disturb thing out because I put do not disturb on and it still disturbs my recording. But we were talking about how sometimes he'll use someone that you're talking to to relay a message, right? That, that kind of happened with me and my story at my refinance. The second thing is he wants to talk to you through prayer, but the biggest thing is how do you hear him, right? Through prayer, you have to listen. And I'm reading this book given to me by Pastor Elijah Shafar, Discerning the voice of God, how to recognize when God's speaking. And I was reading that this morning and meditating on one of the things that was said, and I wanted to do a podcast about it, you know, and the verse comes from 1 Corinthians 2 and 11, 1 Corinthians 2 and 11, and it reads, for who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person, which is in him. For who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person, which is in him. And in the book, she tra- the translation she used says this, the thoughts of God, no one knows except the spirit of God. And then she goes to say, um, Priscilla, Priscilla, who is the, the daughter of Tony Evans. It's a beautiful book. You should read it. Um, then she goes to say, and if I'm, if, if I am ever to know what his thoughts are, they won't come from my own self, my own words, my own talking, only from listening in prayer. This is God's turn to talk. And very frequently when given the chance, he'll do just that. He'll do just that. And that is something that I'm learning to do, you know, instead of when I pray to God, instead of talking to him as if he doesn't already know, <laughs> I have to listen so he can tell me what I'm trying to ask him for. Right. And this this book is so beautiful and in, in, in making me understand the, the ins and outs of prayer and how to listen and how to meditate and the things that we should do. But first Corinthians chapter two goes on to say. In verse 12, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. And when we impart this in words, not not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the spirit, 
interpreting spiritual truth to those who are spiritual. And then I'm going to skip down to the end of uh, to the end of the of the chapter here at the last the last sentence of verse 16. But we have the mind of Christ. But we have the mind of Christ. So second, first uh, Corinthians chapter two, starting with verse 11, and you can read from verse 11 all the way down to, through verse 16. But I just kind of hit some highlights. But what that talks about is not only hearing God. It talks about spiritual truth. It talks about having the mindset of Christ. It talks about being taught from the spirit of God and not from the spirit of man. Mmm, that's good. That's good because there's, you know, I can't remember exactly who I heard it from, but I remember there was a pastor who said, you know, <laughs> you put your faith in man, he'll fail you every time, you know, and and uh, it, it's just a beautiful thing to know that when you put God, in your mind, when you, when you have Christ-like thoughts, when you have Christ-like thoughts, you're, you're going to reflect those Christ-like actions that are in your heart, which changes your perspective, which changes your mindset. And I challenge you on this week to go out into this world that we live in and shed the light of share the light. I'm sorry. Share the light of Jesus Christ. You know, just let yourself be used by him to change not only your perspective, but the perspective of others. Like some people think I'm crazy, you know, but in my opinion, you know, people say, well, I'm a half glass. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a glad half, half full or half empty. Some people say I'm a half empty. I, I just, I, that's just the way I think. And I'm thinking to myself, but if you know who God is, why would you ever, <laughs> why would you ever want that perspective? Because if you know who he is, you know what he said, you know his word. He doesn't want you to be empty ever. You should be full. So that means my mindset needs to think that way. Yeah, I see this glass that's halfway and I can think that it's either half full or it's half empty. But if my perspective is godlike, it's half full every day all day. And I just want to leave you with that. Put your perspective on God. See your life how God sees your life, which is you are beautifully, beautiful and wonderfully made. Beautiful and wonderfully made, each and every one of us. And I challenge you this week to go out and conquer your days each and every day with the right perspective. With the perspective that God is in control and that no matter what is thrown in my path, that he will see me through and I can lift my hands and say thank you and have faith that everything is good. Everything is good. And I just want to say thank you for yet again uh, listening to another episode of Stop Listening and Start Receiving. Woo, that's good. And I just want to 
tell you thank you. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm sorry again for the mishap. So we got a part one and a part two on this one. But uh, I hope you have, guys have a blessed week. Amen.